All right, so on our podcast today, we're going to be talking about Macbeth. So the first thing we're going to be discussing is one of the themes from Macbeth, which is an excess of ambition can make a man ruthless in his search for power. And we thought that uh, this was shown throughout the play overall as just like the witch's prophecies creating ambition for Macbeth, which results in him being ruthless in his search for power. Uh, ambition and power are usually looked at at words associated with positive outcomes. Uh, power can help you accomplish amazing things, but it can also lead you down the wrong path, as shown in Macbeth. Macbeth lost both his family and his own life, as his drive for power and his passion came at the expense of others. Yeah, and the ambition of Macbeth and Lady Macbeth is what eventually causes their downfall because they're incapable of containing their ambition within moral grounds, which leads them to cross the line multiple times and make awful and ruthless decisions. The um, You can see this in Act 1, 3, uh, when... Macbeth says, my murderous thought is still only imaginary, but it shakes my entire manhood so deeply that my power to act is smothered by expectation. And nothing seems real to me except what I imagine. All right. And now we're going to be talking about um, how gender plays a role throughout the play and how uh, Shakespeare uses gender uh, to uh, show a message. And uh, an example of this is when how Lady Macbeth stands out uh, from the usual gender norms, as she is perceived as someone who is ruthless, frightening, and strong. And she is just as, if not more, ambitious as her husband, Macbeth, to kill King Duncan to attain power. It can be seen that she wishes to not be held by the traditional standards of a woman when she says, unsex me here and fill me from the crown to the toe top full of direst cruelty. Oh, another fact that gender plays is the questioning of one's manhood. This happens multiple times in the play. Um, when Macbeth questions the murderer's masculinity when telling them to quill Banquo, or uh, when Lady Macbeth tells Macbeth, when you durst do it, then you were a man. These examples show how prideful people were about keeping their masculinity intact. So when this masculinity was questioned, and when they refuse or hesitate to do something, they feel like they must in order to display such masculinity all right and then another theme uh throughout macbeth is absolute power is a corrupting force and um the witches institute the ambition for power by telling macbeth he is destined for this power when macbeth gets a taste of of the power they promised him he's driven mad to attain it he goes from a very well respected person uh, to a ruthless tyrant overcome with madness for power, which eventually leads to his downfall and his death. Uh, the witches control Macbeth and his actions in this play because of um, the hope and the ambition they gave him to achieve this power. Even if uh, they were lying the whole time, Macbeth still blindly believes them due to the fact that he can see absolute power being attained by him. So it basically corrupts his whole mindset and that is why absolute power is a corrupting force. This theme is demonstrated throughout the play as a result of Macbeth's constant, merciless actions. Every time Macbeth gets the taste of power, he instantly strives for more. 
with the ultimate goal of absolute power. The second that Macbeth learns the prophecy that he will become king, he never becomes satisfied with his position of power again. Even after he becomes king, he spends every second worrying about who is a threat to his power. However, every step he thinks he's taking towards absolute power is actually a step closer to his downfall, which shows how this absolute power that Macbeth strives for is actually a corrupting force that overtakes him. Yeah, and then uh, something else that we noticed throughout the play was um, how Banquo is a foil to Macbeth because uh, his best qualities, Banquo's best qualities, happen to be Macbeth's worst qualities. While Banquo and Macbeth both receive interesting and exciting prophecies from the witches, uh, like Macbeth to become king and Banquo to father multiple kings, they both have completely different reactions to them. Macbeth becomes obsessed with the ambition to achieve power and goes out of his way to make sure it happens at all costs. On the other hand, Banquo doesn't do anything to make this prophecy come true, even though he's excited about it. Banquo's self-discipline, level-headedness, and self-restraint are displayed while Macbeth shows a severe lack of all of these traits, as this results in Banquo being a foil to Macbeth. Uh, The other theme in Macbeth is violence causes violence. As Macbeth gets a taste for violence and realizes how much power he can seize by taking advantage of the opportunity, he kills Duncan for power, and that he does not believe the guards will take the fall for the murder, so he kills them out of fear. This is a violence directed directly leading to fear, which in turn leads to more violence. Once it is discovered that Macbeth was the killer, his violence can only be met with violence in the form of death. Yeah, and overall... We thought that uh, talking about these things were really cool because Shakespeare wrote this play a long time ago, and we're still able to talk about these themes and messages today and apply them to real-life things. So that's why we thought it was really cool to discuss.